Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of The Chronically Courageous. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard, and today it will just be me with you guys. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some things that have been going on in my life and how I handle them. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs with chronic illness, right? So there's days when we're on top of the world and we feel like we're conquering everything and we have all this energy and we don't even want to stop because, you know, we don't know if we're going to get that energy back the next day, right? And then there's those days where we wake up and it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be one of those days. It's going to be a bed day. So last week I was on top of the world. I did a seven-day Tony Robbins training online, and I felt both mentally and physically amazing. So I thought maybe this is a turning point. Maybe all the work I've been doing with my exercise and my diet and drinking celery juice every day and my mindset, maybe it's all finally paid off. And this isn't the first time I've felt hope like this, but each time it happens, I think maybe this is it. Maybe this is like I broke through a barrier and this is the time when it's all going to turn around and I'm going to be better and I'm going to be able to move on with my life. And then, dum, 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 I wake up. And I feel the pain coursing through every part of my body, my joints, my skin, my muscles, a migraine. I turn my neck and it sounds like, you know, when you open a medicine bottle, that clicking sound it makes? Not a sound you want your body to make, but it's probably a result of the bulging disc and pinched nerves and severe arthritis I have that came back on a recent MRI to which my doctor commented, your cervical MRI is not pretty, Bonnie, and that is a quote. So sometimes I'm fortunate I can bounce back after a day or two, but more often it's the start of a flare-up that can last indefinitely. And, you know, I really feel like there should be some sort of statute of limitations on how long a migraine can last. Like, shouldn't it only be like one or two days? Don't you think? (laughs) Anyway, the great thing about doing this podcast is it gives me a chance to really share what I've learned about managing through the ups and downs of chronic illness. And teaching is the best way to learn and reinforce the things that I do in my own life because I'm just like you. I go through these ups and downs and I need to remind myself just as much as I need to share with you about the best ways to respond in those types of situations. So this week I'm gonna talk about what to do to make the best of the worst days. 
So this episode was actually inspired by my new friend Vera, who I met in the online Tony Robbins challenge. And she's just an incredibly inspiring woman that has an amazing story of perseverance through severe illness and just such an optimistic, beautiful soul. And I definitely will be having her on the show as soon as I can pin her down and get her book. So she she posed a question to the Tony Robbins group that inspired this week's topic. She said, when your body forces you into bed for the day, what do you do with this time? And this was a great timing for me because I was in that same situation this week where I woke up and, you know, like I said, I felt like I'd gotten run over by a truck. So I said to her, I said, I think we're having the same day. So, okay, what do we do? What do we do when we have these days where we wake up and we just feel like we can't go? First thing, it's really important to just adjust your expectations for the day. I was listening to a podcast this week and a guy by the name of Kyle Cease, who is an amazing inspirational speaker said, no one ever broke your heart. They just didn't live up to your expectations. So the same applies in this situation, I thought. You know, it may be heartbreaking to think of all the things that you had planned for this day or even for this life and to know that your expectations and the reality don't necessarily match up. So first thing you do is just kind of step back and lovingly allow yourself to adjust your expectations to match your current situation. By adjusting your expectations, you set goals that are more attainable and that are doable given your current state. And with those more realistic expectations, you don't have to feel badly about an outcome that just isn't possible in this moment. And it is just that, it's a moment. So that brings me to number two, recognizing that this is just a moment in time. Life is a series of moments. So some are amazing, some are painful, some are fun, some are exciting, and some are quite frankly depressing. In each moment though, we need to remember that life is happening for us, not to us. This is another Tony Robbins quote. So I'm not gonna take credit for what he put out there because I think it's a great quote. But it's important to remember, again, life is happening for us, not to us. So what does that mean? Ask yourself, how can I make the most out of this experience? How is this happening for me instead of to me? This pain that I'm feeling, what can I get out of it? What can I learn? How can I grow? How can I practice resilience? So I did that. I said, all right, well, what what can I learn? First of all, maybe I can look back at what my behavior was these past few days that might've made this happen. So I was staying over at my fiance's house and his daughter is an amazing baker and she baked this extremely delicious, very sugary, gluten-free yet highly sugared cake. And I tried a piece and um, I tried another piece and another one that might've had a little something to do with the inflammation in my body that was leading to that pain. So I thought, all right, no sugar for me for the next few days and let's see how this pans out. Then I also thought, yeah, I've done a lot this week. I did the Tony Robbins challenge along with my other stuff and it was a lot to take on and it was great, but it might not be a pace that's sustainable for me. So maybe I just need to kind of step back a little bit, recognize that and find a pace that's more sustainable. And what else have I learned from this experience? Or what have I gained? Maybe I can use this pain to deepen my level of compassion for others who are in pain. There's always a reason, I think, behind what's happening. And it's always happening for us. So it's really important to remember, even though in that moment it may seem like the worst thing in the world that could be happening, there's always a purpose. The other thing I'll say is just remind yourself you've had days like this before. It's an impermanent state. 
It's soon going to be more manageable with proper rest and treatment. Let's go to number three. So number three is shift your focus to things that uplift you and inspire you and motivate you to heal. I'm going to go back to Tony Robbins again because he was a big part of my last week. One of his sayings is where focus goes, energy flows. And in the context of chronic illness and pain, when we focus on our pain, it's like holding it under a magnifying glass. It simply compounds that pain and it makes us feel worse, both mentally and physically. So sometimes when I feel like garbage, I have a tendency to want to seek out things that make me feel even crappier because it somehow, I think it's something that's deeply rooted in my past, but it makes me feel justified in spending the day in bed if I can just stack a whole bunch of garbage on top of like how, how bad I already feel. Like I somehow don't feel like I have the right to, to stop and to slow down unless it's like some crazy, horrible thing that's really obvious to other people. So I look back at my life and I, I just, I think of a, you know, there's so many different stories, but one in particular, I think about a day when a couple of years ago, I went to the gym and I lifted up a 45 pound plate to put on the leg press machine. And I was feeling dizzy and I was feeling weak and I did it anyway. And I felt the plate drop out of my hands and it grazed my shin and it landed right on my foot. And I paused for a minute and I thought, can I suck this up and just continue my workout until I noticed two guys staring at me in shock and asking, are you okay? And I paused and I said, I think so. And then I looked back at the blood running down my leg and I thought, you know, I think this qualifies as one of those times to take a break because I also felt my foot start to throb. So I went to the locker, I wiped the blood away, took my shoe off and then the girl standing beside me gasped as she saw my foot blowing up like a balloon and turning into a lovely combo of purple and blue accented by the gash on my shin. So this is just an example of the kind of monumental event it used to take to get me to slow down. It's like I didn't feel like I had the right to take a day off unless there was something that was like glaringly obvious to other people and they could plainly see it. But I know better now, so now I make better choices. Now I recognize that stacking more problems on top of the already existing ones is not a good solution. Rather than looking for more things to inflate the issue, I take a step back and I say to myself, okay, I know this is a rough day, but what can I do to shift my focus to something that's going to bring me more peace, more joy, and more inspiration? Even though I'm stuck in bed, what can I do to somehow grow today? And here are just a few examples of some of the things I do, even, even on days when I'm stuck in bed, to, to shift my focus. Because when I focus on these things, I feel better. I mean, it just, it takes my mind off of the pain. It puts me in a better mental state, which ultimately puts me in a better physical state. One of the things I'll do is I'll log on to one of my social media groups and I have some really inspiring, wonderful groups that I'm a part of. Some are support groups and some are mastermind type groups that people provide such positive and inspirational messages. And some people are seeking help for issues that they're going through. And if I can just log in and watch a couple of people's videos or comment on some of their posts and provide feedback and help someone else to feel better and more supported and more loved, this helps me feel better. I found the more we give away to others, the more we receive back in satisfaction and happiness and fulfillment. It's really in some ways selfish, but <laughs> it works. 
So I suggest giving it a shot. I also make a list of things I wanna do once I'm well enough. Then I visualize myself doing those things and the feelings that I'll feel when I'm able to do those things. So let's say back pre-pandemic days, there's a concert that I'm really looking forward to going to. So maybe I'll pull up the music of that musician and picture myself standing there at the concert, dancing with my fiance under the stars and feel those feelings of happiness and excitement that I know I'm gonna feel when I'm there. I also, of course, love to listen to uplifting podcasts and there's so much great content out there. So if you just go to a podcast player and search any particular keywords that you wanna hear about, there's just an abundance of content out there. I also watch uplifting TV shows or just funny things. I mean, laughter is such great medicine and it's such a great distractor. And sometimes what I do is I look back at pictures of happier times and remind myself that I will have those days again. And I'm kind of infamous for taking pictures of like anything and everything because, and I do this intentionally because on those days when I feel bad, I like to look back at the good memories and the good days so that I remind myself that I will be there again. This is just a snapshot in time and there are many other times ahead that are going to be much more happy and healthy and full of positive energy. So just to do a quick recap, number one, if you are stuck in bed, here's how to make the best out of those worst days. Number one is adjust your expectations to match your current situation so you don't have to feel heartbroken about not meeting expectations that just aren't realistic in this moment. Doesn't mean you won't be able to do what you want to do eventually. It just means that this day is meant to be a day to step back a little bit. Number two, recognize that this moment is not permanent. You just need to rest and recover so that you can return to your version of normal, whatever that may be. And number three, shift your focus to things that inspire you. Where focus goes, energy flows. So change your focus to the things that inspire you. And that's it for me this week. I hope you all enjoyed my friends and I love you so much. And I thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Sending you all tons of love and kisses as always. And remember, if this is a difficult week for you, treat yourself with the same love that you would treat a dear friend or family member with. This is just a moment in time and this moment will pass. It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of The Chronically Courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at thechronicallycourageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at thechronicallycourageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.